Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. Daily Trap. Good morning. Hello, Dave. How Good are to you? Be back. Good to have you back. Yes. As a lone ranger this time. I am. Yeah, yeah. Dermot's gone off, so here I am. Is it okay that it's yeah, just me? King of the castle over there. That's the way to look at us here. Did you hear that team? King of the castle, <laughs> Dave said. Come here, did I hear something about you? Did you nearly do Squid Game that Eric Roberts did? I did. Did you really? And why I was did you not at the last it? stage and two things I was teaching at the time and it required they told me up to five weeks off work which I got but I just had this guilty feeling and the other one was then it's a bit like I don't know if it's similar to Love Island but you do like a psychological assessment and like I knew that the whole point of it was to scare the life out of you of course but when they were telling me like this could ruin your life and we can put it this way and they can paint this picture and blah blah just letting you know and I remember just going Now, when I watched the thing back, I was like, out of 400 and something odd people, what were the chances? <laughs> I watched the first thing and I was like, I wouldn't have made it past that. Past the red light, green light game. Yeah, Not yeah, a mission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just, at the time, I kind of just goes, you know what? It didn't feel right. And I ne- and I never regretted it. I Even when I watched it, I was like, I'm glad I didn't do it. Yeah, well, time. I suppose that's really sensible because there's there will be so many of these opportunities. Hopefully. Like, no, there will be. And to, to jump into something that is ultimately terrifying you <laughs> is probably the smart move to walk away from yeah. that. Yeah, he said, he said, Put it this way, you're put in a room, toothbrush, jumpsuit, off you go, Bobby's your uncle. And I was like, no, I'm not high maintenance, but I'm also, (laughs) I have a bit of dignity, like, you know. So, look, it didn't work out that time, but look at what's probably won't go past me. Yeah, exactly. We wait and see what else comes up. I still can't believe how you take on the persona of someone, because it's not just about a wig. It's not just about learning the lines. Like, when you do these, like, do you have a name for them, by the way? Well, I I used to call them mouthisms because I was, especially with you, Dave. <laughs> yes. That's the, the cheeky grin. There is something about the my teeth. mouth because you did one for us on this show. Not made them for us, like you, yeah. you loved doing it or whatever. We didn't force you to do it, but <laughs> but you did. You got me. I couldn't believe it in an instant, and it was just the mouth shape smiles yeah. a certain way laughing a certain way it's kind of terrifying how observant you are for things like that I know and I did obviously I don't be conscious of it I just it, whatever comes out comes out yeah. I remember the day I, I I obviously was familiar with you but one day whatever the clip was back then I watched it and I was like I just always had this way Eureka I'm like yeah you, you know you know because yeah. like, an impressionist <laughs> will often say that they'll work for ages on an impersonation of somebody mm-hmm. and then eventually one word or one phrase or one sentence will click in their brain whatever you just have that when you you look at something, you know yeah. what to do. Especially if they have like something about them, like a habit or a movement or like even I was doing, for example, Arthur Glorian last week mm. and I was like, I noticed how he's constantly push, pulling up his sleeves. Okay. So that's nothing even to do with his face, but it's a habit. Or he's constantly swishing his hair yeah. and then you have your grain and Louis Walsh has a slouch and oh, Peter Crash. <laughs> Peter has gone sunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because your teeth do not look like Peter Crouch's, but then I see you do Peter Crouch's. I'm like, oh my God, it's Peter Crouch's. My favourite thing about doing him is the fact that I do Abby Clancy alongside him, and people are like, no, no, that's not the same person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but because I think that was the one that blew me away the most when I saw it was how you literally look and physically move and lie back in the chair the way Crouchy does when he's yeah. talking to Abby on the podcast. With Peter, I always go, it's like he has a cold. <laughs> he's always, he's always, he's always breathing in and he's always, you he can hear the saliva in his mouth nearly and you can, but, and actually I felt so bad because I had, Abby had reached out a few times so I love hearing that they don't mind them because Peter, course, you that, know, you just don't know what way they're going to take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, 
then a few of the followers got on to me. I do listen to their podcast and were like, you're mentioned in the latest podcast this is a couple of months ago. And I was like, hardly no way. Yeah. And I was. And Peter was like, it's quite derogatory, but I love it. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. I think that's a compliment. The thing is as well, like if you're an, an impressionist, you're taking their voice and then making them say other things usually. What you're doing is you, they've actually said everything that you're that's saying. It. That's Everyone's already said their lines. Yeah, I'm not manipulating their words and that's no. one thing. I'm like, obviously physically I probably take the mick out of you. Like I, mm. I obviously add elements to you there but when people maybe, I remember with Maura Higgins, she's obviously got a huge fan base and some of her followers like, leave Maura alone. And I was like, listen lads, <laughs> Maura has said this. <laughs> yeah. And she's well able to look after yeah, herself Yes, exactly. Well. Yeah, and then yeah. she got on to me and loved them so I was like, that's yeah. grand. That's well, let's talk about you and the fact that you have turned this incredible hobby, but that's what it was, into something that you can now do and pause your career in teaching. I know, who would have thought? Especially like, I suppose, small time on and it's great in so many ways and in other ways you just think you're never going to break out of that. Mm. And why fix something that's not broke? I loved teaching and I would never close the door on it completely, but... I just thought last year, if I don't take the bullet by the horns or whatever the phrase is, like now I'll never do it. Mm. And my father's seal of approval, as cheesy as that is, was really important because he's very practically loved having a teacher in the family. But I remember coming up to the time of the career break or when I was trying to figure it out, he turned around to me and he was like, I've always told you to do that. I always say to uh, get your degree and then get uh, your permanent job and then last year was get a mortgage <laughs> and I was just said when am I going to go for it and he yeah. turned around last year and he said now is the time and that meant so much so th- that was just the wee push I needed No that is really important that parents give their kids that kind of um, the, 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 the good advice mm-hmm. like degrees and, and all the important things that you do along the way that can help you have something to fall back on but then the, also the encouragement to go and pursue something different. Like I wasn't that similar to you in the sense that my parents always, I wanted to be a musician and a singer and my parents said, look, fine, but you need a degree. I went and got my degree and then after that, even though I had job offers of stuff that I should have done as a career, I went, you said you'd support Mm -hmm. me and I want to go and study jazz for a year. And they were like, (laughs) fine. But that led me into radio and here I am 20 odd years later. You know what I mean? So it's funny, like that, it's not permission because obviously you're an adult, but it's, blessing matters it really does oh it really does like I get on so well with my parents and I always wanted to I wanted to do it for to get teaching for me because I loved it but all that came into it as well and um, just from everybody now the support I get back at home even just from family friends the whole lot it's huge it's huge because I'm not on my own at all no exactly yeah Mm -hmm. I was in a job I was happy but I was trying other things as I was going along and then the day came where I could take the plunge finally but it took time. Of course. This didn't happen overnight mm. and it's still growing and I still know where I want to be but it's it's going, d- ticking along nicely so I would always just say be, be patient and uh, like I said earlier what's for your own capacity. If you love something enough and if you're and that you passionate about it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The hard work is what's easy. key. Yeah. That's the thing, it's kind of, a, people mistake social media for being an overnight success mm. or, you know, Oxford, they're only faffing about doing try-ons and whatever else. It's not, it's not as glamorous as it seems and it's definitely not more work than it seems. Mm. So trust me, getting up the road from on in today was, <laughs> was, was part of the Part of the, part of the challenge. Yeah, yeah, the challenge. Absolutely. Like we mentioned Crouch, you mentioned, um, mm. you know, everyone you've done so far that have been hugely successful. Weren't you almost forced though into doing Kate Middleton. Yes. Not and by case. No, I not yet. Just and then you never know. I might be getting a we invite up to the up to the royal family. But uh yeah, I get asked all the time. And the thing with Kate was number one, I was like, if I do Kate, it looks like I think that I look like Kate. But right. it wasn't even that. It's I always say it's the hair. Okay. It's the hair. Like I know that bouncy curl at the bottom, that's the moneymaker there. 
But uh, people were constantly, yeah, people were constantly asking. And obviously the crown was out recently. And I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it soon and now. But how do you choose what to say as Kate? Because yeah. she's done so many interviews, said so many things. Yeah. You know, it's not like there's an iconic, hilarious reality TV no. moment or something like. So how do you go about choosing that? That was a tough one. I remember the, the, the kind of rationale I had in my head was that it was back to school after Christmas. And the clip I picked was something to do with minding kids or managing <laughs> kids. And I was like, it'll do... I had looked up her birthday, I think it's in August. I was like, okay, I'm too late for that. And different things. And at the end of the day, sometimes people want the clip to be funny, but sometimes they just want to see your yeah. take on it. They yes. don't actually care what you're what saying. What you're saying, yeah. So with her, I was like, I don't think, if I get it right, if I get it decent anyway, people are going to care so much <laughs> what she actually says. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it worked out well. And I'm so glad I did. I was like, okay, let's close the close the coffin on that one. But you never know. If she and comes out with something, I'll do it again. Yeah. What about beyond this because this is obviously you know you, you've managed to to turn this into a career but then you know the reality is by having an Instagram following you get to do collaborations you get to do things and that's how there's income coming in and all these mm-hmm. sort of things what about like outside of this little screen I mean yeah. you want to be an actress right? right that's it and you see I get into the habit of saying like I was telling you earlier go for it and always push yourself and never you know doubt yourself and it's gotten me to where I am but then when it comes to the acting sometimes I'm like I oh, but you, I couldn't do that mm. and I'm like why couldn't I why couldn't so you, yeah. I got my headshots done and everything last week I've done a few courses with Louise Kylie and whatnot, and it really gave me that, that hunger for it mm. and I'm not ruling out other things like it seems to be I could be going down the route of presenting maybe a bit as well or podcasting which is great but I said for this year the beauty of what you have is that you're your own boss nearly in your own obviously you have places to be and whatever but with regards to self-taping and auditioning and that type of thing I was like I have the time and I, I just need to go down totally. and sit down and do it because some people say auditioning can be so disheartening because you could you could spend so long on something and hear nothing back but I was like do you know what this is what this year's for experimenting and you never know listen talk to anyone who's an actor <laughs> like rejection is such a part of yeah. the career and even when you're at the highest level exactly you know you'll go for something and go oh no it wasn't it was Colin Farrell that got it or it was Leonardo DiCaprio and you could be the biggest movie star on the road and go oh I didn't get that I one know, you know I know and I'm kind of in a privileged position to say that I can go and do that and get the knocks which won't be nice but I also have this to keep me going and I love what I'm doing but I do I wanted to kind of go somewhere else now as well so we'll take away and see how it goes A bit of radio maybe Oh yeah of course of course There's there's a job here here. anytime Yeah (laughs) Listen quick fire round before you go Okay Uh, What are you currently obsessed with? Oh um, uh, like mukbangs and is it ASMR? Mukbangs Okay so mukbang is the I think it's a South Korean thing, or but it's yeah. basically people who eat. Yeah. Would you ever hear them with a microphone? Or? Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. But like years ago, if you had a open chewing loudly in front of me, I would have told you where the door was. <laughs> right. And now I just sit and watch people. I'm like, oh, they're eating crunchy tacos, and then they're eating whatever. <laughs> and, and is it just, the noise that you actually enjoy? Yeah. It put you to sleep. Never mind reading. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wheel music. Would no. You chat to my wife, who is <laughs> the most hyper ear sensitive person I've ever met. Like our kids. Like if they go into, the, if she hears the the drawer of the press where the crackers are opening, she goes, I'm going to the, for a walk. I can't oh be God. in the house. And the kids are eating three rooms yeah. away. Hotel stays must be a nightmare. She's yeah. like my mother then. Absolute nightmare. Moving rooms every two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, who's the most famous person in your phone? Oh, 
I'm not really there yet, do you? Have you? <laughs> <laughs> You've got us you over. Do. You've already made some Connor sketches. Yes. We know you know Eric Roberts. Yes. These lads are far more famous than I am. Oh, I was chatting to Arthur this morning as well, so we'll go okay, with that. Arthur really, yeah. There you go. There you go. That's proper famous. Um, um, when you were about eight years old, you would have been in national school. What school were you in? I was in St. Louis Primary School, yeah, the girls' school. Okay, and then what was in your lunchbox? When you opened it up for a little suspiog. A bit of Billy Bear ham. Billy Bear. Yeah, bit of Billy Bear. I wouldn't touch it now, God. Uh, Billy Bear ham and an apple. My brother used to get the fancy goujon rolls or whatever, but I think that was my mother telling me that I needed a shift of it at him or maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Billy Bear and an apple. And then the final question, Katie, I ask every one of my guests because I don't, is do you wash your legs in the shower? Now that I think about it, probably not. Like after football training, that of course. Yeah. But you know... Is it very unhygienic to say no? Or? Well, no, I, I'm sitting here telling you that I've, I yeah. basically have never cleaned my legs. Like I've, I've showered every single day of my life. I was wondering what the smell was. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfair. That is unfair. Um, yeah, I probably don't, you know. I'm just thinking oh. I had a shower this morning. I didn't specifically tackle my legs. It's an epiphany there. You've realised. <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much for coming in. Keep an eye on Kelly on social media and uh, see everything that she's doing. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Dave, Dave Moore on Today FM Podcast.